Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into your Friday edition of the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. It is Super Bowl weekend. Happy Friday or Saturday, whatever day you were listening to this on. Biggest single sports betting event in the U.S., hands down, before it was even legalized. Uh, but also big news, in case you missed it. UCLA is also playing USC in basketball on Saturday. Men's basketball, crosstown rivalry game. Top two, 20, or excuse me, two top 25 teams squaring off. Uh, so if you want a little entertainment before the Super Bowl and you're not into, you know, bars and stuff... UCLA, USC, Saturday night. In today's show, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl with another CityCast host, Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast. He is overwhelming in uh, work right now because of the Ben Simmons trade finally happening. Who saw that happening? We'll ask him about that and talk all about the Super Bowl, the bets we've made. But first things first, we always check out the Los Angeles lines available at Bet River Sportsbook. Super Bowl, February 13th, Bengals-Rams. Rams are a four-point favorite now. This has been toggling back and forth, four, four-and-a-half, four, four-and-a-half. So if you like the Bengals, get a four-and-a-half. Otherwise, Rams minus four is the best you're probably going to get. And then the total sitting at 48-and-a-half. As for the NBA Clippers odds have uh, gotten a little longer, as have the Lakers, in terms of winning the West and winning the championship. The Clippers are now 35 to 1 to win the West and 100 to 1 to win the championship. The Lakers are 9 to 1 to win the West and 20 to 1 to win the championship. Uh, no comment on the Lakers' complete inaction at the trade deadline. They're going to focus on the buyout. I don't know. We're going to move on past it. Men's college basketball, UCLA is 3 to 1 to win the Pac 12, 17 to 1 to win the tourney. And USC is 33-1 to to win the Pac-12. Quite a long shot there. Makes sense with Arizona sitting atop there very comfortably. And they are 50-1 to to win the tournament. And these two teams, like I said, facing off on Saturday for the first time. And it'll be at the Galen Center. So lots of exciting things. You can find these odds and so much more on Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Now let's talk Super Bowl. Here is my conversation with Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast. You can find him on Twitter at WiseRye. What's up, guys? Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, sponsored by Bet Rivers, joined right now by Ryan Rothstein, the host of the Philadelphia CityCast. Ryan, you had a kind of a big day on Thursday. Big day. Huge day. You know, I had my one-man parade down Broad Street. This is <laughs> this is special. Uh, I, you know, we were obviously talking before we we started this here, and and I'll say it again. I did not expect this to happen. I think. Who Most did? of us here in Philadelphia, and yeah, you're saying it too. It's like 
everything since game seven of the Eastern Conference semifinals last year. It's just been dragged out and so many stories and rumors and you didn't know what to believe. You just felt like, all right, this is never going to get done. But here we are. It yeah. happened. It, did it Millsap happened. go in this too? So it's Nets traded Harden and Millsap to the Sixers for Simmons, Curry, and Drummond. Is that – and then the first-round picks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sixers receive uh, Millsap and Harden. The Nets receive Simmons, of course, Seth Curry, Drummond, and two first-round picks. But nobody it's cares because the point was you got rid of Ben Simmons. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I've talked a little bit about it today. Um, it, it hurts to lose Seth Curry, and it, it hurts to lose Andre Drummond. I mean, I've loved Andre Drummond and his role here in Philadelphia behind Embiid. But yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Like, they, they had to figure out a way to obviously get out from under Ben Simmons and figure out a way to get a player like James Harden, and, and they were able to do both. So we'll, we'll see if it pays off for him, but there's certainly a high excitement level here for Sixers fans. Yeah, I I don't know what to think of this. And hopefully, if Ben Simmons is still dealing with his issues he's been dealing with, then hopefully we don't see him playing anytime soon for the Nets because he should be putting his mental health first. But we'll see how that turns out for him. I hope that my mental health is okay after the Super Bowl, frankly, because we were talking about the way I decided to bet this. And it's similar to how I bet it last year. And last year did not go well for me. So Super Bowl on February 13th, Sunday, just missed Valentine's Day there. And unfortunately, no bets that I love that I've made. I admitted that to Ryan. I said, I, you know, I've done my calculations. This is what I've come up with. Uh, but Bengals, Rams, Rams are a four-point favorite here. Total sitting at 48 and a half. Ryan, do you have a side that you love here? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. And it's like, I'm I'm on the Bengals. Um, I got them at plus four and a half. I also sprinkled on, on Bengals money line just because, you know, when it rains, it pours. Why not just really be miserable or really be happy? Sort of like, like you said, but opposite side. Um, but if you ask me to dissect this matchup, uh, the Rams – are better in, in essentially every facet of the game. Their defensive line against this Bengals offensive line, all signs point to domination in favor of, of the Los Angeles Rams. So, um, yeah, I sound like a complete idiot going with the Bengals after saying all of that, but they shouldn't be here. And I know this reasoning isn't great, but I'm shocked they're here. That's and there is tough. something... Yeah, that, that's what makes it tough. And every game has been close. So I, I, I do feel a little bit good about Bengals plus four and a half uh, because every game has come down to a field goal, Danielle. Yeah, it really has to them lately. And this what a, what a horrible number this has been going back and forth between all week yeah. four or four and a half. Like, pick your poison. But yeah, you get a better number if you want to be on the Bengals, get the four and a half. If you want the Rams, I guess, take the four. Uh, but I get it because there's all these little asterisks of like, but the Bengals did make it to the Super Bowl, and you can't really fall backwards into that, even though it seems like maybe they did in some ways. And, I mean, Joe Burrow, right? Like, he's this rising superstar. There's that little tiny asterisk I'm sure won't affect anything at all. Um, but he, he's covered six games in a row. And, yes, it's come down to field goals. So I do think if you think this is going to be a close game, I completely understand wanting to take the points. For me, the way I play this, as far as the game is concerned – Rams minus three in the first half. I think that they need to do that to win this game. That's what their bread and butter is to get out early in a game and then try to hold on for dear life. I don't think that's the best strategy for them the second half, but that's typically what we've seen from them. 
Uh, and then I also bet Stafford MVP at plus 130. And I know betting a quarterback to win Super Bowl MVP is really, really boring. But that's more me betting the Rams money line than anything because the Rams money line is minus 180, minus 190, I think, now. And so I think Stafford plus 130. I think this is a quarterback's award. This would be the third straight quarterback to win and I think 32nd overall. And as fun as it is to throw out a Cooper Cup or even an Aaron Donald or a Jalen Ramsey at this, I think that everybody loves the Stafford storyline. So unless he just has an absolute horrible day, I think this is his to win if the Rams win it. So what do you think? I completely agree. I mean, you say it's it's the boring pick or whatever. It's the smart pick. I mean, this is this is a quarterback's award. Like, listen, it is fun to dive deeper into the the MVP list going further down it and trying to find some value. And, you know, as, as we've both mentioned, figure out how you see the game playing out uh, and then looking for a diamond in the rough for, for the MVP on the MVP odds list, I should say. But it's going to take something weird for Matthew Miraculous. Or, yeah. yeah, miraculous for, <laughs> for one of the quarterbacks not to get the award. It's going to take like, a Jalen Ramsey pick six and another interception for him to get it. It's going to take an Aaron Donald taking a fumble to the house. Like it could happen, but it's, it's not likely. Yeah. What do you, what do you already have on this game besides your side? Do you, have you looked at the total at all? Because I went back and forth on the total and I feel, I realized I think this needs to be an under game, but it could easily go over based on the quarterbacks we have playing here and the offensive weapons, frankly, on both sides. Um, so I went back and forth and I said, you know what? Do I want to bet an under on the Super Bowl? No, I don't. So I just stayed away from the total. <laughs> smart. Yeah, that that's smart. But uh, I've been the anti-fun under guy the past couple of weeks. So I guess I'll stick with that category. Like. My thinking is this, the public goes heavy on the over, the books and the odds makers know that. So I don't know how much they change their price because of that, but I think it's factored in a little bit. Um, so that's maybe one small part to it. And then part two, I'm, I'm on the Bengals side. Uh, so if I want to be on that side, I, I do expect a lower scoring game. I would yeah. expect like a 24-21 type of game at the most if the Bengals are on the right side of uh, – a victory here for the Super Bowl. So I did bet the under. I got it at uh, 50 and a half. I got it super early. That's like the one early bet I made. Uh, and then I followed with Bengals money line and then the spread as well. I also sprinkled uh, Joe Burrow to win MVP. That just is sort of the easy alignment depending on what side you're on. And then I got a little bit weird. I did put a little bit on Aaron Donald to win MVP. Um, although I think the better bet would be like Von Miller because Donald garners so much attention. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I think that, I mean, the Bengals, just like the rest of America, are very aware of what they're facing <laughs> right. in Aaron Donald, and they'd rather get him contained up front than have to worry and just have somebody, you know, like a running back, whoever, have to block Vaughn on the side. And so I think that you're really more concerned with Aaron Donald. So, yeah, it's it's going to be more of their focus probably and maybe that's to Vaughn's yeah. advantage like you said um, but it is funny how I'm hearing our bets and I'm like okay so mine's pretty lined up with the Rams doing well and winning and yours is pretty lined up with the Bengals doing well and winning but I do similar to last year actually last year I had so many bets on the Chiefs and uh, one bet on the Bucks, and it was like last minute I made it like literally three minutes before the game started I said this will be fun I had Gronk like two or more touchdowns for something crazy I don't know and he had two or more touchdowns, and so it covered all the bets that I lost just about, oh, which was beautiful. fortunate, but just yeah. still felt like the biggest loser in the world because the rest of my bets did not happen with the Chiefs, obviously. So 
Uh, we'll see if that happens again. But so here's my Burrow one that I do have. I do have a Bengals one. Over 11 and a half rushing yards, right? We saw him have to be kind of on the run versus the Chiefs. He ran the ball five times that game, 25 yards. So averaging five yards per carry. I think the longest one in that was actually 11 yards. So one long run could do it. Um, and I, like I do think that this is going to be the toughest front four he's faced all season. Um, so maybe he'll be a little bit on his heels. And also there's something about the Super Bowl too, where I'm like, they're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. If that means he has to run it in, he will run it. So I'm hoping over 11 and a half is a good spot to be in for him. I, I like your thinking there. And, and I had similar type of thinking, but for a Joe Burrow, anytime touchdown. Oh, you know, nice. This, is, yeah, That's this fun. is a game where they get inside the 10 yard line. Like you said, 20 yard line, like Joe Burrow, he's, if he sees eight, 10 yards in front of him, I'd be shocked if he doesn't figure out a way to just tuck it and go get those yards, especially even closer to the goal line. So, uh, plus 450 is where it's at right now. It's been bouncing, you know, in between four to one and five to one. So I think there's, you know, that's a decent price. And I think that's that's realistic with a strong shot of hitting. Uh, and I think you can say the same for Matthew Stafford. I'm trying to see what his anytime touchdown odds is at. But um, I definitely I think like it was the Burrow five one better, one. though. I think your Burrow one's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Burrow has a better chance um, than Stafford does. Yes. Yeah. Well, for me, yours is way more fun than mine. So I have this, and this is actually terrible value. So do as I say, not as I do here. Um, I grabbed this little parlay prop because I really liked it. And then I looked at the odds later. Always do the odds calculations, guys. I just was like flying through these and really liked this. But so OBJ to score a touchdown and Rams to win. So we're all in on the Rams winning here over here. So plus 130 on this one. Uh, if you want to bet this, how about just bet OBJ anytime touchdown at plus 120? You don't need the extra 10. You don't need it. Yeah, you, right. You don't need the uh, the extra thing, you know, to happen and, and not yeah. much uh, added value to it. But yeah, eh, you, you live and you learn, I guess. You can maybe double down on a uh, OBJ to score two. Yeah, I'm not that crazy. But his production has yeah. been going up every week. I mean, four catches, six uh, catches, nine catches. And then even his targets, I mean, four, eight, up to a season high 11 versus the 49ers. So... Um, it's been going up. His yards have been going up. He's been getting touchdowns as well. He's this like little veteran guy. Uh, and I say little, but I'm like, yeah, he is little. So that's fair. Um, yeah. but he's this veteran that, yeah, because he's not the number two and they're going to be so concerned with Cooper cup. I'm going to look at OBJ. No, I think that's a great call. I think, um, Van Jefferson's another one. Maybe yeah. I, your thoughts on that. Will Hill brought that up to me, and I and I thought that was fair. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm not like confident in that but yeah. it does make it tough because like i said with the rams they have so many options at this point but that said i do think that obj has been like a pretty consistent one for them. the only other one i would look at is cooper cup but i can't imagine that his anytime touchdown is even plus money and maybe it is maybe it's even money uh minus 175 yeah so that's why <laughs> that's we didn't go steep. with the cooper cup because cooper cup yes. has been insane i think he's had Scored a touchdown in his last five games this season. Come on. He's yeah, 16 he's, and four to the over on his receiving props this season. I saw that one. Yeah. Come on. He's, he's a machine. He's an absolute machine. I, I do want to ask you this because uh, I, I like the Sony Michelle anytime touchdown scoring. Yeah. It's at plus 340 now. Um, what, what's going on at, at running back with the Rams? I, I know, right? Do you have any 
do you hear any whispers of of how that's going to shake out? Like what's been uh, really going to manage carries? What's been really tough is that the Rams have played this differently every game. They've kind of rotated this, and I know that part of that has been there's been health issues within the personnel, whether it's not having their tight ends at the start of the season and then losing Robert Woods, or like I've gone over this before, right? But they've gone through so many kind of switches that you don't really know what they're going to do. It seems like Cam Akers is their guy since he came back. Um, so it seems like that's going to be the way. But I feel like a lot of bets I've seen, too, across, like, especially VEASAN, but everywhere, really, is people are betting Cam Akers under his rushing prop, which I think is around 65 or so. What do you think of that? Because I, I, I'm like, really? I think that they're going to put him in a position where the Rams have to run it a bit. Can I um, – permission to be fully transparent here for a I second. I wish you would. Okay. I, I'm just hearing from – Everyone that Cam a Cam Akers is not going to get a lot of yards or a lot of touches. Well, so I'm just sort of he? following. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean from what we've seen in his return, should he be the number one guy? And then based on what we saw from Sony Michelle, no, it it should be Sony Michelle more. It should be right, but sort of like as my you professional said. opinion, not as an NFL coach, <laughs> but <laughs> no, but like like you said, there hasn't been any consistency there, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like Sony Michelle because I think, you know, he's deserving and he can certainly get just as many opportunities. Um, but I, I don't know how Cam Akers is going to play out or, or how they're going to, you know, end up balancing that, that backfield and uh, snap percentages, I guess, they end up getting. Can I ask you one more anytime touchdown, actually, before we move on? Yeah. Joe Mixon. I don't even know. I think I saw this at minus 110 in some spots. I wonder if it's been bet up. Uh but in the Bengals' three playoffs games, he's had at least 20 touches, 24 versus Kansas City. He's had a touchdown, I think, in 12 of 19 games this season, but only two of the last five. So I almost feel like he's like, whatever they say, he's due, right? I don't even know what that means when people say that, but yeah, sure, no he's due. But I think, I mean, that's kind of the dangerous thing with the Bengals, right, is their offense. I'm not necessarily as scared of their defense. Yeah, no, and, and you shouldn't be. He's um, minus 103 for an anytime touchdown. Like, not bad, but come on. Yeah, I guess it's better I, I value would... than the Cooper Cup one, and you could argue they score touchdowns almost as often. Fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair, and a lot better value. I would even maybe. I was going to ask you this anyway for anything. Um, for for first touchdown score, this is more of a a recreational bet. Can I like tell you, I made I made it. one of these. I've never bet this, and I made one for the Super Bowl. Love it. What'd you do? <laughs> Uh, I did, I did the short shot. So I did Cooper cup at five okay. to one, I think, but I've yeah. never, I've never bet this prop because like you said, it's very recreational. And I mean, you don't even know the coin flip. There's a lot of reasons why you can't handicap this well. Um, but I wanted yeah. to have a fun one. It's, it's gambling, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's gambling at its core because it's just right off the bat, you know, first drive or first possession. Uh, you're, you're right there rooting for that, rooting for that to come home. I always like to, for, like for those bets, I always like to either do the quarterback or a backup tight end because there's a ton of value there, and it's you know it, it obviously can happen, right? So of I just try and hit a home run. the classic backup tight end first touchdown, of course. Oh yeah, that that's common. You know, death taxes and backup tight ends getting the first touchdown of the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that's what did you that's think? a bet that I'm. Sorry, no, I'm sorry, Matt Rivers Go boosted ahead. something, and Will Hill and I talked about this actually on our podcast that we recorded on Sunday uh, that I believe got mm, jumbled up, and apologies, you guys didn't get to hear that one, but we talked about this boosted prop, and I think I've talked about it on other shows this week, so maybe I'm just too high on this one, but 
This was 19 to one. They boosted it to 25 to one on Bat River Sportsbook. Mixon, Chase, Cup, and OBJ all to score a touchdown. So if you think it's going to be an ovary game, which I know you don't, aren't those the four guys you would want in this prop? Yeah, those are the four leaders in the clubhouse. I mean, we just talked about Mixon and Cup, and yeah, yeah absolutely. What what was that price? Twenty five to one. Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely like that, and that's two yeah. Bengals and two Rams. Right? Yeah, exactly. So hey, I, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but an under can still hit with all those guys scoring. Technically. Yeah, be tight. Be a tight one, be especially because a lot of people also are betting Bengals field goal props. What is your take on this? I'm one of those jokers. Okay, um, tell me about it. I don't think it's bad. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, McPherson, people are betting that dude for <laughs> Fear the MVP Pearson. of the game. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I want to go that far, but um, one and a half, like Cincinnati Bengals total field goals made in the in the Super Bowl, uh, the total's at one and a half. So McPherson's been banging home two, three, four field goals a game. So I'm, I took the over on that. I I, I would be surprised if he doesn't. Uh, kick through at least two. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I actually saw someone, yeah. I think it was Matt Brown on primetime action on VEASAN. I, I was on that show. He had one with the field goal over total yardage in a field goal, which I was like, I didn't even know you could bet the yardage. And so he I finds know. he finds the most obscure props, I swear. Uh, but a lot of people are interested in these kicking props. So I think that's interesting. But I keep going back to, which you may like this because you think that we're going to see a lower scoring game, the defensive side of things here. If we look at sacks props, for example, total for the game on Bevers was five and a half. I don't know how much the juice has moved since I last looked, but minus 106 for the over and minus 118 for the under. You can also bet per team. So the Rams over three and a half sacks is minus 104. Uh, the Bengals number for their total sacks for the game is one and a half. We saw the Titans completely light Joe Burrow up. Tell me why that's not going to happen again. I mean, the Titans lit him up for nine sacks. So let's say the Rams only get half of that. You're hitting the over on that prop. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I love that one. That's the first time I've really heard that one too. So uh, that's really good job by you. I, I would love to take, I'm going to take that. Rams actually, over, over three, and, three and, a and a half. Yeah. 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 I, I like that one a lot. Because you can get like Aaron Donald or Von Miller over half a sack, but it's like minus 180, I think, something like that. So I'm like, just let's just do a team effort here over four sacks. Yeah, easy, you know, good, good price there, pretty straightforward. I think that's a that's a good call by you. Yeah, I haven't bet that one just yet, but um, it's I'm circling it. I'm circling it. I I really yeah, like to just back. like do things last minute, which is terrible sometimes in betting, but also sometimes good because you get last minute things. Um. This yeah. other one, too, we're still talking about props here, total turnovers. Because this has been the Rams' Achilles heel in a lot of ways. And total turnovers for the for them, over one and a half at plus 120. For total turnovers, over so one and a half. So interception, a fumble. Yeah. What What's the... um? See, this is where I think you you need to do a little bit of homework just to see if you can yeah. get a, a, a better price. Like yeah. Stafford to for his total on interceptions. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Like if it's over a half, if it's a better price, I don't know, maybe something there, but um, I would have to look back at turnover history in the Super Bowl. but my instinct would, would probably say that there's been consistent turnovers uh, almost every year in the Super Bowl, just between jitters. And yeah. uh, I would bet Stafford throws one. 
Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what that's at at this point. I saw somebody, I think it might have been Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. I think he had under on Stafford's interception prop, but I said, I got it. Like, I got to ask him about that later. Where did he come up with that one? He thinks he's just going to be locked in or what? I guess. I mean, I guess if they're if you're under the mindset, maybe they get out to that early lead, strong start, like you said, and uh, they can sort of go on cruise control. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But those Do are those are all the, the props I looked at pretty much. I was just going to say, like, do you see the game playing out like that? Like how – I know you already sort of alluded to it, but do you think this is going to be a close game? Do you see the Rams getting out to an early lead? Is it going to be tight well, from, the, from the jump? I do see them getting out to an early lead because I have Rams minus three in the first half. But that said, I liked the under not just because I was hoping both of these defenses would do their job, but also kind of what we were just talking about where maybe there's jitters, maybe there's turnovers, and not necessarily pick sixes, which I guess you easily could see. Um, but maybe they're kind of seeing a back-and-forth situation just because the defenses are doing such a good job, and especially the Rams secondary. Um, I'm interested to see what they're going to be able to do against Joe Burrow. Um, and if he's going to have jitters as like the youngin in this matchup versus Stafford. Right. Yeah, it's... You know, you hear a lot of, well, Joe Burrow, I heard a lot of this on a on a certain network uh, over the past couple of days, and I just, I, I don't understand why they say this. Like, this is just another game for for Joe Burrow. You know, he's just too young <laughs> to realize the magnitude. Decades. I'm like, dude, he's not an infant. Like, he, I think he understands the game he's about to play in. I, I don't know if he's playing with, like, complete freedom and no realization of how big this moment is. I, you know, I, I don't but love is that he, reasoning. But what do they say? He's playing with house money, right? Like everybody's yes. expecting the Rams to win. And what I think Sean McVay actually had this great quote earlier that he was actually quoting another famous person, and I'm blanking on the name right now, but he basically said the pressure is a privilege. Um, and so the Rams know that this is, I mean, like you said, when we kicked this whole thing off, the Rams are the better team. They're the more stacked team. Yeah. There's no reason they shouldn't win this game. And so it's kind of all on them. Absolutely. Um, you know, you, you look back to recent upsets where like you're saying, wow. And it's weird because on paper, this is a wow type of mismatch, but the spread doesn't really tell that story. And I almost, you know, I feel like if the Bengals win this game outright, it's not going to be a wow type of narrative after the fact. And I think it, I think it should be. And I'm on the Bengals side, but I'm, I'm here to admit if the Bengals went outright, that's a, that's a big deal. And I feel like a lot of people don't, don't feel the same way. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. It's good that you grab some of that money line too, but I think that I completely understand if as far as the point spread is concerned, people want points to the Bengals because I think we could see a really close game here. And that's what I want to see. I want to yeah. see a good Super Bowl game. Me too. Yeah, I think we've been we've been pretty fortunate. I think the last dud we had was uh, four or five years ago, the Chiefs yeah. and 49ers maybe, but they've been great for the most part. Yeah, uh, but now we have a team like the Bengals who nobody in their right mind had in the Super Bowl. No, uh, except the Simpsons. I don't know if you saw me tweet that out the other day. Did they predict the future uh, again? Yeah, I, well, we'll, oh, we'll see, but it was a very old episode. I just saw a screenshot of it. It said... Um, Super Bowl, Cincinnati 34, LA 31. So they've never been wrong, I think, in the history of, of the world. <laughs> the Simpsons, yeah, never been wrong. They've uh, never been wrong. What's the, what's the stat we had, too? Underdogs have won eight of the last 12 Super Bowls. That's Yeah, that's a really good stat, outright. And there's now, another one. They probably deserve around. to be there a little bit more than the Bengals. That sounds terrible. I hate saying the word deserved, but you guys know what I mean. 
No, yeah, I think we're picking up what you're putting down. And then the, there was another stat where it was like, when the spread is greater than three or four, underdogs don't, if they're covering, they're winning outright. Like, they don't cover and lose. Wow. Well, then, yeah, absolutely grab some money line. Yeah, why not? You know, why not uh, double dip? Try and get a little greedy. Go big or go home, like we said. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm nervous for this one because for all the aforementioned reasons we talked about where it's like, it seems too easy. It seemed obvious that the Rams should win this, but then you have Joe Burrow and then the defense did a good job adjusting against the Chiefs and they dropped eight and the Chiefs couldn't adjust and Patrick Mahomes is this great passer, but he couldn't figure that out. So are they going to give some kind of defense to Matt Stafford that's going to do that to them and and confound Sean McVay? Is that possible? And it's like, yeah, it's all entirely possible. So uh, this is not one that's like a slam dunk to me. So we'll see, even though it should be. I mean, it never is, especially in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. You just you're just overthinking it. I I, you how much do you ever bet these live? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Super Bowl live. Yeah. Uh, Last year, I think I did. Last year, I think I did a little bit, but um, we haven't had that opportunity for too long. You know, mm-hmm. two or three years, maybe we've had we've been afforded that opportunity. So, live betting's great, as we all know. I know you're a big fan of it. You, you get a feel for the game, and then you submit your bets. There's nothing wrong with that. It's more like the NBA for me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, for this one, you can you can copy and paste that strategy. Fortunately, that that you know, live betting on the Lakers is not going to be an option for me much longer, based on how they have transpired and how they've lack of action if you will at the trade deadline i'm shocked that's something i'm surprised in i think we're surprised because we were like sitting here like they need to do something it's not working but then like what were the options right like taylor horton tucker's value's never been lower um and who wants russell westbrook's contract (laughs) so i think that it makes sense that nobody wanted to get involved with this yeah, no, it, it's going to be a tough, it's a tough sell to sell Westbrook. And then, like you said, there's not much else, uh, not many other assets there for, for the Lakers to pick up the phone and, and uh, on the other end, Ship they're away. saying, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ship them over. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we will see. We're totally on oppos here. So uh, one of us will we have are. a good day. One of us will not. That's just the facts of what will happen here with sports betting. So, um, yes. Thank you so much. Obviously, I'm Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, and thank you to Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast. And everybody, please enjoy the Super Bowl. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.